Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Welcome to the Fantasy Throwdown Podcast. The Fantasy Throwdown Podcast. Bringing you the latest from the world of daily fantasy sports and gambling. So you can stop Googling how to join a squid game to cover all those parlays you thought were such a sure thing. Now, sit back and listen to one of the sharpest minds in the game. Here's your host, Dwayne Callender. Hello and welcome to the show, everyone. We are going to get into the NBA playoffs, uh, the next round. Uh, is at hand here because, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a quick turnaround uh, since we didn't have any seven-game series uh, for once in the opening round. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, unfortunate that we have injury news. Uh, Joel Embiid obviously going to be out indefinitely with an orbital bone fracture in his face, uh, closing out Toronto. I thought that was actually going to be the series where we actually had decent edge because a number of folks were still on that Philly side thinking they could beat the Heat uh, as an underdog. Now that entire series has been pulled uh, from uh, the betting uh, books. Uh, No one's actually put out a number on that series just because, uh, you know, obviously it's a huge disadvantage uh, for uh, Philly. Uh, and you know, realistically, everyone's going to kind of bet for the sweep. So, uh, there's not a whole lot uh, going on there, but, um, you know, let's, uh, talk about the upcoming matchups. Obviously we have, uh, uh, the defending champ Milwaukee, uh, bucks, uh, being an underdog, uh, as a three seed to, uh, Boston as a two seed, uh, you know, it's, uh, it is what it is. Uh, the, the bucks, uh, are actually underdogs uh, in the series to the Celtics. Uh, uh, Celtics, you're probably going to get around minus 200. Bucks are plus 175. Uh, bottom line, the series comes down to how good Jason Tatum looked against the Nets. Uh, people saw that uh, uh, Milwaukee did lose uh, Chris Middleton, so that's what people are factoring into the pricing, is the fact that Middleton is still out with the knee injury. And they think that the Bucks wouldn't be able to overcome the Celtics. I kind of look at this as a case of we know Giannis is overall the best player in the series. Can the Bucks slow down Jason Tatum enough? I think Jason Tatum is in line for another big series just because uh, you would have thrown Middleton on him. Uh you can only spare Drew Holiday so much because I think they'll just use Drew Drew to uh, shut down uh, Jalen Brown. So I think this kind of comes down to Tatum. Can he keep up enough with Giannis and the scoring department? Because uh, unlike the Nets, the Bucks will play defense. So Boston's going to have way more scoring droughts than they actually had in that entire net series, which w- really d- uh, was not existed. They kept scoring on the Nets pretty much at will because no one in the Nets actually plays any defense. So as much as I gripe about Coach Bud and his rotations and uh, other ways he manages uh, uh, his squad, matchup-wise, even without Middleton, I think they match up pretty well against the Celtics. I think 
while Middleton is a loss, it's not devastating for the Bucks because he, his true contribution really was more on the defensive end as another body to kind of slow down Jason Tatum. I think they'll probably use some Grant Williams on Tatum, to be perfectly honest, uh, to kind of uh, uh, slow down uh, his uh, progression throughout uh, this postseason. Uh, but, uh, you know, realistically, if I'm getting the Bucks as an underdog in a series at plus 135, I kind of, I'd lean more towards that bet than taking uh, the Celtics outright in the series. It's just one of those where it's not as though I'm looking to target against the Celtics. It's just more like uh, along the lines of uh, there's just better value on the Buck side in general. So um, I, I just don't think there's uh, enough uh, enough there to actually uh, uh, enough there to actually go too crazy about. So from my perspective, uh, I think you can kind of lean more towards the the Buck side. If uh, if we're looking at it from a betting perspective now, uh, looking at uh, a couple of these other matchups, you know, oh, and actually, I should say for game one, the Bucks typically start out slow. So the plus one seventy five uh, money line for game one uh, on the Bucks, I'm less keen on touching that uh, the spreads four and a half. That's pretty fair to be honest. So like game one is priced pretty decently, but I would be leaning more towards uh, the buck side. As I said, I I do like them for the series, Uh, you know, not necessarily over eager to just jump on a game one, but I will say that for series price, uh, the plus one seventy five for the bucks, depending on where you can get it. Plus uh, probably might be plus one sixty. Uh, in other places, it's gonna vary, so you're gonna have to shop around. But I definitely think you could uh, uh, go with the Bucks side here in terms of overall uh, uh, picks. Now, looking at the other matchup on our hands here, featuring the two seed versus three seed, you got the Grizzlies as the two seed hosting the Warriors. Here's the here's the well, long and short. Everyone loves the Warriors. Warriors are minus two fifty favorites. Uh, you're getting uh, the Grizzlies at plus money. The Grizzlies just had a grueling series with uh, the Timberwolves that the Timberwolves, by all rights, should have won. Uh, that that was some of the dumbest coaching imaginable. I just didn't get to talk about it enough, just because of how poorly the Minnesota Timberwolves are coached, and just how low basketball IQ the players operate under that series. In particular, Carl Anthony Towns, who had a dreadful series overall. Uh, you know, D'Angelo Russell has had better days. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it was a rough series watching that uh, play out because the Grizzlies were struggling to close out the Timberwolves, and the Timberwolves just kept blowing lead after lead after lead. Uh, so it, it was a tough series to watch, just truth be told. However, this is a good matchup for the Grizzlies. The reason why I say it is that, unlike the Nuggets, who had a, a, a number of injuries, but even when healthy, the Nuggets don't have as many wing defenders as the Grizzlies do. I think they could slow down between Curry, Poole, and Clay Thompson. There is a pathway for the Grizzlies to slow down Golden State. The issue with this series comes down to how many cheap baskets can the Warriors get and cheap points 
they can get from the free throw line. Because Minnesota, I mean, uh, uh, the Grizzlies played almost as dumb as Minnesota did. And in particular, Jaron Jackson Jr. cannot stop fouling. Jaron Jackson Jr., if I could get a serious prop of how many games he fouls out of, I am hammering it if uh, that line is one and a half games or less. I think Jared Jackson Jr. is going to foul out of multiple games in this series just because he cannot stop fouling, and the Warriors are savvy enough to attack him and get him in foul trouble. So, truth be told, I will be playing as little Jared Jackson Jr. in this series as possible. I think uh, Draymond will work him and get him frustrated and pick up uh, ticky-tack fouls. But the Grizzlies have a ton of bodies. So I think they'll use a lot of Dylan Brooks to try to slow down the perimeter. That's why I don't like Brooks as much from an offensive standpoint in this series. I think they're going to use him primarily to just sell out and slow down Steph Curry as much as he can. And again, people are expecting Steph and Clay to just pop off every game in the series. I just don't think that's the case. I think the Warriors still win the series, but it's not the craziest thing in the world to throw out uh, a, a bet on the uh, Grizzlies pulling off an upset. In particular, I think they dropped this first game just because they had the, a tough game Friday night. They're coming back on a short turnaround. You got one day of rest, if that. Uh, I think this is one where, you know, as the series goes along, you're still going to get serious prices on this. I think the Warriors it, uh, minus two and a half is to play today. I I definitely want to take that bet uh, pretty convincingly. I think the Warriors win today. I think people get further down on the Grizzlies, and that's when you bet the Grizzlies on the series price. Even though they're plus 200, I think they lose today. Uh, and I think it's pretty clear cut, in my opinion, that they lose today. Uh, but from my perspective, yeah, I, I want to take the Grizzlies at an even better price when they drop game one today. Uh, obviously, the uh, Grizzlies uh, 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 surprised me and win game one. It, it kind of shifts back into the narrative. You could throw out a bet on the Grizzlies to win the series right now. I just think that the number is going to get better once they lose game one, which is what I expect. If they win, uh, if they win uh, on this short short of a turnaround against the Warriors, I'll truly be impressed. I just don't see it happening. Uh, the other matchup, uh, obviously, we talked a little bit about Philly and Miami not being the series that we thought. We don't have any lines for it. Uh, we don't know what Embiid's status is, but I doubt Embiid plays. Unless the series goes to six or seven, I can't see Embiid coming back in time, even with a face mask, to play in this series. If he does, I'll give him all the credit in the world, but uh, you have a, a, a decent-sized orbital fracture. Yeah, you could try playing with a mask, but any shot to the face, you're going to go out immediately again. It's like, not, it's like you have to get clear to wear certain face masks, and when you're that size and banging around bodies, like there, there are issues with uh, getting clearance on certain types of masks you can wear to safely protect yourself and also to make sure you don't endanger anyone else you might come into contact with. So uh, Embiid has a ways to go to clear protocol to get back in the series. So for that reason, I think this is pretty much Miami in, in a gentleman's type sweep in five. Uh, and you kind of call it a day there. but. Um, not really too uh, gung-ho about that series. Uh, Dallas and Phoenix. Uh, Phoenix. <laughs> Honestly, uh, the Suns struggled more, even with the Devin Booker injury. I still thought the Suns struggled way more 
in that series against the Pelicans than I expected. Uh, the issue is that, again, the Mavs did catch me off guard. I thought Utah had a decent shot at uh, taking them out uh, without Luka. Uh, the Mavs did step up from a bench perspective playing-wise. But the truth of the matter is, I still think that had more to do with the inefficiencies that Utah played with than the Mavs players actually getting better and maturing. So from my perspective, I still take Phoenix probably uh, in five. So from a series uh, odd standpoint, you know, numbers wise, you're looking at, uh, you're looking at the Suns uh, being uh, about a minus 200 favorite. I I just, I actually was closer to minus. It's actually a little over minus two fifty. But I mean, I, I think you probably bet the series spread. To be honest, on the Suns, it's like because you probably get the Suns at like um, uh, one and a half games. Uh, yeah, I'm seeing a, a spread on the series. So Suns by one and a half games. So if they win uh, in six and four two, uh, obviously you win there um, at minus one twenty five. That's probably the way I'd go with this i just don't see the mavs having a shot at extending this series to seven i really don't it it takes another injury to booker or cp3 for this series to go seven uh uh, for the mavs to cover i think the suds uh cover that spread of one and a half games i think they ended at six uh if not five Uh, i feel pretty good about the matchup in general uh, for the Suns uh, as they uh, play this Mavs team, because you know, truth be told, I think you get to the Mavs bench. I think Phoenix is uh, better overall in terms of the roster depth. Uh, I I don't necessarily see an answer for DeAndre Ayton again uh, coming from the Mavs. I, I you know, this just it just feels as though. They can't match up that well against Phoenix. It, it's not a great uh, series for them in general. But you know the 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 uh, the, the the way the way it worked out is that the the Mavs already proved something to themselves that they can win without Luca with how they handle themselves in that series against the Jazz. So that's the improvement in of itself already they're playing with house money at this stage. So, uh, you know, I I don't think they're going to be too broken up uh, over how this, uh, game goes. So a couple of items, uh, for today, uh, in action, I like Tyus Jones in general for the Grizzlies, just because of, uh, the way the Warriors are going to be matching up against, uh, uh, Memphis Tyus Jones, has the speed. He should be able to blow by Steph, Poole. doesn't really matter who's on him uh, to get to the paint uh, because the Warriors are going to be throwing their bodies at Ja. And someone has to step up because Ja's going to have even more people than usual. Uh, most likely it will be Wiggins on him just to put a bigger body. Uh, and obviously they'll have Clay too. So someone else on the Grizzlies will have to be the primary ball handler, in my opinion. I just don't think uh, they're going to uh, saddle Ja with uh, trying to run the offense all by himself. So to me, this comes down to uh, someone like Tyus Jones stepping in. Uh, obviously, Desmond Bain had a massive series against uh, the uh, Timberwolves, but 
you don't want to necessarily get into a jump shooting contest with uh, Golden State. So somebody's going to have to get to the hoop. Uh, I look at uh, Tyus Jones. Uh, he's got a prop on DraftKings for uh, 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 combined points, rebounds, and assists uh, at 14 and a half. Uh, I'll definitely take some action on that one. I, I definitely think he goes over on that. Uh, but, you know, uh, in terms of actions today, I would say take the Warriors uh, minus two and a half. Uh, I'll take some action on the Bucks uh, as an underdog today. Uh, you know, I, I just think the it, it's fairly priced, but I would rather take uh, the Bucks if anything, over uh, the Celtics uh, points wise, not not to win the game, but just on uh, on the points alone, I I feel a little bit better on the uh, uh, Buck side, but I would uh, take the Tyus Jones prop at fourteen and a half uh, combined for points, rebounds, and assists over uh, betting on the Bucks today. But uh, uh, those will be the three I would throw out today, and uh, yeah, uh, we'll see how the series pricing looks. But if the Warriors take Game One, definitely uh, I I'd, I'd be interested in hammering. Uh, that series pricing on the Grizzlies just to get a little bit different from everyone else. So uh, that's going to do it for me in terms of build out Uh, uh, for DFS purposes. I would say the plays that I am interested in, uh, you have Tyus Jones at 4K on DraftKings. You know, Bobby Portis at 6,400 makes sense. Al Horford, 5,700. Uh, that allows you a path to get both Tatum and Giannis. And I think you have some quality role players to fill out your roster. So, uh, you know, we'll see how it goes, but I definitely like Tatum. I definitely think Giannis scores quite a bit against Boston. So I'm going to concentrate more on this first game and we'll see how it goes. But uh, yeah, I I think Tatum and Giannis uh, definitely get you the floor. And with a guy like Portis and Tyus Jones in the mix, that keeps you relevant enough with salary so that you can manage having those two big salaries. So uh, that's all for me today uh, with uh, NBA coverage, but uh, we'll definitely have more on tap uh, because we have to do the breakdown of the rest of the NFL draft. So I've been uh, recording some stuff on that, but uh, that's all for me right now. So uh, thanks again for listening and best of luck, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Throwdown Podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and all other major outlets. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.